Attention. Yo, welcome back to the Reimagining Worship Podcast. My name is Trevor. I'm your host. Listen, if this is your first time here, I want to welcome you. But listen, I know, I know if you would, uh, yeah, I sound like a church intro. I know it's not that. It's for you, uh, but uh, if, if this is your first time, I do want to say welcome. I, this is actually the beginning of season two. If you want more content, you can go right to my channel. I do want to ask to like, share, and subscribe if this is helpful, if this is useful, um, and if you find value here. But season two of Reimagining Worship uh, is going to be a short series of uh, of shorter podcasts where we're kind of addressing real live um, issues, conversations um, with, from an array of topics. So season one was a little bit more interview. This uh, season is going to be more question answering and um, some Q&A. Listen, if you have any questions that, or that you want answered, you can uh, email me at reimaginingworship at gmail.com. Um, you know, check the links down in the bio but um but this season i really want to talk uh, about a few things uh, a few things and uh, episode one i just really want to kick us off with um the biggest one that i think that i've heard for a very long time and, and it is uh that my church isn't singing with me so the, the, that's the title of this episode help my church won't sing with me um and uh, there could be a lot of reasons and i know we've all kind of been in that space or been in that been there on a sunday morning when you know doggone straight you are in all the way in you are rocking the music's rocking you in worship everything's great and you look up into the congregation and nobody is running with you you kind of just got some blank stares you have those two or three folk that'll be like yeah but it's but but in short like it's just you're kind of up there by yourself and that goes to the whole conversation of performance versus worship and cultivating a, a culture of worship and all that kind of stuff. But but for today, I kind of want to give four or five kind of helpful tips on uh, what to do when your church isn't uh, singing with you. Sometimes it really isn't super spiritual. It really isn't, oh, they just got some hard hearts. That's not, that's not the case all the time. Sometimes maybe they just don't know the music. Maybe they just don't feel comfortable. Maybe whatever the case may be, uh, there's a lot, an array of things. So these are a few things that I've done over the years. Um, and I will argue that, uh, that they have been helpful. Uh, the first thing is, listen, Take fifth, take take a day, take your team away for a day, or or have kind of a long day. Grab some coffee and some breakfast donuts, and uh, spend some time just kind of hanging, chilling, praying, uh, doing songs uh, together, and go through as many songs as you can. Like get a crazy list of songs, get a list of like forty songs, and then cut it in half. <laughs> And then cut out, give or take four or five more. Um, what you want to do is kind of have a, a a a bank or a library of honestly, no more than like sixteen songs. Sixteen songs is pushing it. If you kind of if, if you're like me and you don't necessarily do full songs, but kind of do some medleys and things like that, like sixteen might be your number. If you are a three, four, or or five song every Sunday, uh, um, we're playing it like the record, like then I would say 13 to 14 might be uh, that space for you. But get a list of 14, 15 songs. Uh, that way, these will be the only songs that you sing and leave with for the next three months. Absorb these songs, learn these songs, have these songs in uh, in, in in your system. Because we all, we, we, we act like folk was at rehearsal with us or in the car when we were learning the, learning the songs for Sunday. 
That's not the case. Oftentimes, this is like the first time they've heard this song ever in the history of Everdom. So um, get a shorter list of songs and um, make that your playlist for the quarter. Um, the way that I would recommend even breaking it up is like if Sunday one, you do song one, two, three, and four. Sunday two, you do song three, the, the two songs you did from last Sunday and another two. And you'll recycle that same system for uh, the next three months. A few things this does do. One, it does help people uh, understand the songs. But two, it kind of alleviates some pressure on your band and your worship team that they have to learn all so much so much material but with that with that there's a few other things um pick songs that are easy and accessible now i i, I did a podcast uh, uh for season one like uh, simple doesn't mean simplistic so don't hear me don't hear me going crazy or in nothing i'm saying like pick songs that are that are accessible and easier to sing it might not be the best move for you to get uh Kira shit. Well, but like a, a, a indescribable by Kira shit. Yo, she's going bonkers on that song. That might not be the best cover for you to be able to do. Um, I mean, matter of fact, I want to argue Maverick City became who Maverick City is. Yes, they're talented and they're gifted and all that kind of good stuff. But, 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 the songs that they write are very simple. They're very simple so um pick songs that are easily e easy and accessible for uh corporate worship that's kind of what you're looking for you want to find songs that people can sing with you with um not a bunch of solo stuff um but that's the uh that's the next thing uh then a few super practical things use those same 15 songs for the background music when people are walking in when they're walking out use that music for when you're doing social media uh, use that music when you're doing any video in that quarter the only music that comes from that church or your church is one of those 15 songs that's it background all that kind of stuff i mean almost like almost redundant um um, and again, it's only three months. You, you'll be okay. It's, I, I know like a lot, yo, now nah, we got to be more creative. I'm with you. Like, but let's, let's, let's curb that because uh, we can either be extremely creative with mad hits and mad runs and mad complexity and no one rolls with us or, uh, or let's simplify this a little bit, but uh, nonetheless, use it for all of the background music that you do. Um, and the next and last thing is take note of your church's favorite song. So when you get this list of 15 or when you get this list of however many you, you pick, when you get this list of, of what you're going to do for the quarter, uh, take note, like take notice of like, oh, when we sing this song, they really this this they really like this song. I'm not saying to pick that same song, but to find songs kind of in that field or genre. Uh, sometimes we I mean. And again, I know us as creatives can get real kind of hell bent on like, now this is who I am. This is now maybe I'm just talking about myself. This is who I am, but this is my style. I ain't, ain't no bend. This is this is what they're gonna get. Hey, listen, <laughs> if the purpose is corporate worship, um, then 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 let's make some adjustments. So take note of what they like. Um, take note of 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 what they what you see that response from them, um, and pick pick similar songs. At the end of the day. Even as I bring this to a close, at the end of the day, the goal for us is 
um, people singing in corporate worship, worshiping God together as one on a Sunday morning. Uh, that is the prayer. That's the dream. That's the goal. That's the desire. And uh, I think that these few ideas can help achieve that goal. Um, it alleviates pressure from you having to pick what songs that you're going to uh, pick on Sunday. It's an automated a system that you can have an easy rotation of song. It alleviates pressure on the worship team and on the vocalist to learn 37 songs that you're going to do in the first two months of the year. Um, you ain't got to do that. It alleviates that pressure. If you could put a playlist, the church, you can send a playlist to the church. You can make it public on iTunes and an Apple music playlist and then share with everyone. And this can just become the sound of your church. And then after a few after a few months or after a few quarters rather, and after a year year two, uh, you'll you'll have a, a a good clean and comfortable space to be able to know like like these are the songs or this is the style or this is how it works at my church. This is what I mean, this is our church's sound. That's the big dream. The big dream is for uh, uh, sonically for your church to have a sound. And one of the ways that you can find out or even create and develop that sound is through processes like this. So, hey, listen, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, you can email me any questions you might have at reimaginingworship at gmail.com. All the information should be down below. Don't forget to check out season one, but this is a kickoff to season two. We're gonna answer a bunch of short questions like this and do some more long form videos later on uh, this fall. So, peace. Teaching.